What's up, guys? Really excited to have my good friend Matt Hollandez with us today. So Matt's an expert when it comes to boxing and when it comes to digital marketing. The second half of the podcast, he's going to fill you in, and so will I, on what you need to do in order to get your business started on social media, on the internet, and have a good path and make sure that you're successful online with your own business. Whether it's you know, you're know you just wanting to start something or you already have a business and you're not sure how to work it online, we lay everything out that you need. That's the second half. First half of the podcast, we're going to talk about the fight game. I recently had a jiu-jitsu match. We're going to talk about that. Um, that's a boxing expert, so we kind of break down uh, what went on with Floyd and Connor and talk about all that. It's a lot of fun. I'm really jazzed for you guys to check this out. Again, Matt's a really good friend of mine, so I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy him as well. Again, as always, thanks so much for coming through. I'm really excited for you guys to peep this podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Shoot me some feedback. Thank you. We're back again. My name's Stuart. This is my buddy Matt Hollandez, and this is Not Your Mother's Podcast. That's good shit, dude. You do that every podcast? Uh, every like night every... and every podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> For those who maybe can't see but are just listening, this is uh, Jameson we're drinking. And I'm pretty sure that's all I'm ever going to drink on the podcast. Jameson Caskmates. If you like regular Jameson, that's fine. But this is way better. Um, it's like getting like the... I know vintage is for wine. I don't know what you call it for... Uh, for whiskey, but like it's getting like it's like getting more aged whiskey, but you're not paying that hundred dollars for a bottle or something. That's how it tastes. Yeah, I tell you what, it's like for me if you want. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, no, it's, <laughs> yes, as a Jameson uh, beginner, I feel like I should be gargling that in the morning when I wake up <laughs> after I brush my teeth. Or it's so. not even that. It's not even that high. It's forty percent. Like the Jim Beam in the kitchen is forty-three percent. It's even more. Oh, so and yeah, I don't, I can't. So I think what's funny to note here. Or is that I've only been drinking for a couple of years? Yeah. <laughs> this guy, not the same. So, I think Shoot, that's man. a good one right there. But that's happened with, uh, more recently, that's been happening with a lot of my friends where either uh, I don't drink anymore, or I don't drink as much, and I'm kind of turning it up in my early 30s. So, uh, just a little bit of a background. I've known Matt, now i got to think about that. It's the drink. Four years? Uh, it's been a while because I've been at ProSite three years in October, so it'll be three years. Three years then, yeah. Okay, then yeah, three years. Three years or four years? What nah, year is it? Two thousand seventeen. Before then. No, right. Uh, two thousand seventeen, and I got there. Yeah, two thousand fourteen is when I would have got there. Yeah, almost three years. Yeah, about three years. Yeah. So, it's been a good friend. Uh, we do. Uh, we've done a lot of marketing talk. We've done. I feel like we did something together in business, but we didn't really, did we? No. We really had like we had plans. And, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. Did, and we worked on things kind of, here yeah. and there, but nothing uh, just fell through. But yeah, yeah, it's good. It's he's a he's been a real good friend. Been around for a lot of things. Uh, he tried really hard to get me into boxing, and um, <laughs> man, I can hear that truck really loud. Tried real hard to get me into boxing, and uh, I had fun with it. You yeah, know, I yeah, did. Yeah. Uh, never sparred. Thank goodness. Uh, this is bad enough. I'm not trying to make it worse. Um, never sparred and uh, definitely hit hit the bag a lot. Yeah. Form's terrible. I never could figure out an uppercut to save my life. Uh, <laughs> it was bad. It was real bad. It was good cardio for me. I hey, man, it. you take that to the club, though. You're killing <laughs> every night. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could have used that a few times. That's for damn sure. Yeah, my dance moves aren't, uh, well, you've seen them. You know it's pretty bad. So, uh, but yeah, I've known Matt for, for a few years, and uh, one thing that, 
um, Matt and a couple other people out here in California have taught me is that it's not about, it's not nearly as much about longevity when it comes to friendship um, as it is just about the deepness of the bond. Um, I've, I've, there's people that I've known for a lot longer than I've known this guy I'm not nearly as close with. So this is a weird start. I wasn't trying to, to, to go there yeah, already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have another drink. drinking so bad after all, man. <laughs> At any rate, we we've connected on uh, a lot of levels. I think I think when you when you work out with someone, you have consistently you're doing some kind of a fitness routine with someone. There's that's a special type of bond that I think is uh, it's really I think it's important for everyone to have. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I think it's good to have, and whether it's just one person or a few people that you like to work out with, I think that's uh, that's a really cool thing. It's something that it's it's a great bond. So, uh, anyways, um, speaking of working out. Uh, I'll just talk about me for a minute and then you talk about you. Is it on this one? I don't know if you can see my leg here, but I have just taken uh, a one and a half weeks notice to um, have a jiu-jitsu match. And uh, very inadvisable. I actually got to meet uh, Joe Rogan uh, a couple days ago. And Is he the one that got you went to? No, <laughs> yeah, I wish. Right? Oh, okay. I was like, man, Joe, how No, dare but you? it is a 10th Planet match, so it's his okay. jiu-jitsu, him and Eddie Bravo. But yeah. um, So I've been training for the last three or four days. I'll be training again tonight around 5 p.m. And, uh, man, I'm so sore right now. But I did get to speak with Joe, and he's, when he heard what I what I was, what I I was had agreed to on such short notice, and that I don't really have any formal training at this point. I mean, I've rolled here and there with some, with uh, my friend Emma and with uh, my client Shane, but um, he said, yeah, in a week? And I was, you know, I was trying to chop it up with him a little bit, and he was on his phone or whatever, and when I when I said 10th Planet and that I had a match in a week and I hadn't really trained much, mm -hmm. his head snapped back. He was very interested at that point. Uh, and he just, you know, he said, well, good luck, man. I was hoping it's he'd like, give me... like, have you heard of CM Punk? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're going to look like out there. Luckily, the fellow that I'm, that I'm uh, up against doesn't have uh, much of any experience either, although he is a police officer, so that should make things a little bit interesting. He might have some type of yeah. training, right? They should, yeah, takedown training, so i got to watch for... I just got to watch for the double leg, and I'll be all right, because that's what he's going to go for, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Where is he training? Do you know? Same same place. So we both have the the guys that own the Tenth Planet Gym in Marietta, where we're training. Mm -hmm. They're the, they're kind of the co-owners of the gym, and so they're each kind of trying to prove like oh, I'm a better trainer than you are, kind of thing. Oh, that's so, kind of yeah, fun. That it, it is fun. That's it's fun, fun for them, not so much fun for me. Yeah. Um, I've just, I've never like I've been sore. I think the sorest I can remember being was as a teenager, or the most sore. I don't think sorest is the word. No, definitely um, not. Kind of some, Drink some more. Dinosaur, yeah. Drink. Uh, <laughs> But the, the the most sore I can recall being was after going skiing and not doing any kind of stretching. And like skiing all day when I was a teenager, I came home and holy shit, I was super sore. That's that's the only <laughs> that's the that's the only thing I can compare this to because I just walk around and I'm like, uh I went and got a massage yesterday, still I still I'm hurting still. So, um but uh for those but to bring that back around, I there is, yeah, it's, I'm sore and I'm doing things that I'm trying to learn new things that I just, I cannot wrap my head around yet, but I'm telling you, it, there is a, uh, there's a kind of a strange, like, liberation in this. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's freeing to be able to just, to, to roll with someone else and to try to learn, and it's, it's a, um, animalistic isn't the right word, but, like, it's a very uh, primal kind of thing 
when you've when you've rolled for a while and you're trying to pick something up and then something clicks and you do something you you slap a, a, a tricep out of the way or you pass guard really smooth you put your knee over the other knee and you get the side control really not easily but you do it really smooth this and you've done, we've done it and you do it in other ways in your life like you're doing SEO and all of a sudden something just clicks or you're doing a marketing campaign and on the third or fourth client that you work on bam something clicks it's that click but when you have it on a wrestling mat or in a boxing gym, it's it, it it's a it's a primal kind of thing, where it's it's all it's almost it it's not all it's I feel like it's the melding of physical and mental, and when those two come together and then they click, it's I think it's a pretty amazing thing. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, from yeah. a from a boxing standpoint, from footwork or mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Yeah, or just even noticing like the little details in your opponent and like understanding why they're doing something or understanding like or or thinking to yourself i don't know why he's doing that (laughs) you know like i don't understand why you can't pick up on that it's the Mm -hmm. it's definitely it's a humbling thing because of all the the struggle it is to try to get it down yeah you know like absolutely when instincts are telling you to do one thing and you kind of got to go against that yeah almost got to unlearn what you think you already know Mm -hmm. type of deal like that's one of the hardest battles it's it always is battling yourself and no matter mm-hmm. what it, no matter what sport if it is life if it, if it is marketing whatever the case yeah. that's always your toughest opponent is yourself i mean i believe that and then kind of tying back to what you were saying earlier when you work out with someone or you know whether it be rowing mm-hmm. or uh boxing or whatnot um even just lifting weights or trying to pick up cardio whatever that is you see the person next to you struggling. Yep. You see the grimace on their face. You hear the, ah, uh, like I can't, but I don't want to tell you I can't. Right. But you should know that I s- help. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. So, yeah. When, you know, when, you, when you're able to reach out to somebody because they've been through the same thing, they understand mm-hmm. it, that's when they don't leave you hanging because they understand it. Yeah. Like, I know how it feels to struggle. Let me just tell you, you can do this. You can do it. You were yelling at me, thing. you know? It's like, okay, I can do it. And then maybe you just help me up just a little little bit. bit. And then it starts to click. And the next week you go there doing that exercise again, you notice you're putting on five more pounds, Mm -hmm. and you feel great about it. Yeah, it's an awesome thing. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, then, I guess we'll get into something that I've heard. um, And I don't know, like, this is uh, the third podcast that I've filmed. None of them are live yet. So I don't know when this one will go live. Uh, Maybe we can do some predictions if we want. I don't know. But... I've heard a lot of, um, of course, the, the at the time that we're at, this is, what is today, the 20th or the 21st? It's the 20th, isn't it? August 20th, yeah. Today is August 20th, which is my dad's birthday. And, birthday. thank you, and uh, in less than a week, um, not only will I be uh, having a uh, jiu-jitsu match, uh, uh, <laughs> Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather are going to be having their bout um, in a boxing match um, in Las Vegas and the thing that I want to ask you about just because you're um, you know since ever since I've known you I've known that you know you know you hang out with Floyd and you know, <laughs> text each other Floyd's my guy he's, yeah, he's, if he needs something he's like yo Matt I can't get this down he's in busy man. <laughs> at any rate after he makes a few mil he's just like <laughs> too good for me but. that money team mentality yeah. so Matt, Matt is definitely um uh, followed Floyd's career and been, uh, you know, been been a fan uh, for a long time. Not 
not recently. It's been a long time thing. Yeah. Um, but something that I keep hearing um, commentators and, and, and I don't know, Polly, but a lot of different people saying that uh, uh, Floyd has a downloading process mm-hmm. where he'll he'll box you and you, you might, you're not necessarily tag him, but you might get to him a little bit, you think. But what happens is that move that got, that got to him, he figures out, he sees exactly where you went, how you moved, what you did, mm-hmm. and then when you try it again, you can't because he's downloaded it into his into his brain, so to speak, mm-hmm. and then he, he shuts it down. It's Yeah, that's the that's absolute his, truth, yeah. man. He's done that for so long. And you you got to think also the background that he comes from. Okay. he's His father was a fighter. Mm-hmm. His uncle was a fighter. And these are the people that have had his back ever since he was growing up. Mm-hmm. So they've shared the details, you know, like gotcha. they, they're letting him know this is what you have to look for. Gotcha. And so, I mean, anytime you're practicing anything since the age of six, come on now. <laughs> you know crazy. what I mean? That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, Floyd is just one of the, he's a wizard when it comes to that stuff, man. He's, that's why his, his defense is so great. Um, is because he just he does notice all these things. Yeah. And you you might give him a couple different looks. I've seen guys go in there and try to give him different looks, whether it be with feints or even switching from southpaw to yeah. yeah to orthodox, and he just picks it up so so well, and he'll he'll make you look silly. Yeah. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen that. I've seen clips of that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely sure. true. Floyd does have that ability. That's crazy. So I mean, I mean, I'll say it right now, and if. If people that are watching this, listening to this, do follow they know me. how big of a Connor fan? You well, are? if they know me, then yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm assuming these first few podcasts is mostly going to be people that know me. Well, in fact, you can't see it. Yeah, this is uh Oh my gosh! Little... <laughs> this is uh, I'm. If you're just listening, I'm just putting it up to the camera. This is you're a little fucking nothing. <laughs> you pooped. So that's a little Connor um, pop vinyl I have. But yeah, uh, someone gave that to me for Christmas a few years ago. But yeah, I'm a big fan of Connor. I don't, um, this guy will tell you, anyone that really follows MMA and boxing will tell you if they know me, I, I am, I'm a fan and that's it. Like, I haven't watched all the fights. Like, I haven't seen every Connor fight. I haven't, I, I'll try to, I, it happens a lot. I'll chop it up with MMA people and they'll say, oh yeah, remember this fight? I'll be like, yeah, that was, <laughs> that's a great fight. I probably, uh, remember, oh, where was that? Where was that fight? Yeah. Uh, you know, in America. So I don't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, and then it'll be some some shit in Brazil. But, Brazil. <laughs> but I'm I'm a fan. I'm not an ad, I wouldn't say I'm an avid fan. But the Connor embodies a this whole law of attraction thing and kind of speaking things into existence kind of thing, and he does it well. Does he have a chance against Floyd? I've said from the beginning I don't think he can beat Floyd. But I'm telling you right now, dude. The more shit I watch. And the more, and I don't mean the leaked footage, and I really feel like that's all publicity, mm-hmm. that whole bit. And then there was a, and, and then they, on the, was it a breakdown? I don't know, but it was Brendan and Joe, and I know you're not a huge fan of Brendan, and I don't blame you, but Brendan and Joe uh, broke, were talking, they were talking about, you know, the fight, mm-hmm. and they talked about um, that Floyd got knocked out in uh, sparring. sparring, but that was bullshit. Right. It was like they they found the Twitter account and that was it was just one random ass Twitter account that was tweeting about it. That's it. That's the only source. Yeah. And it was like a stock photo or some shit. Yeah. So it was just and they, and and it was weird too. Was they were saying Zab Zab Judah who's yes. also mm-hmm. you know him. He's, mm-hmm. You know uh, he's been a champion himself. He's a phenomenal boxer. 
Um, and when actually him and Floyd got when they had their match several years ago, obviously, uh, Zab was he was up on a few cards. Oh wow! He won rounds. Damn, from Floyd. Yeah, he's he's super quick. They know each other pretty well. Right. Um, yeah. So, but they said that Zab was one that knocked him out. Right. During training. Mm-hmm. But he's not part of the camp. Right. He's not. He's not a sparring partner. Right. For this. Exactly. So it was like, why was that even there? Right. Like, he might have been. Hanging he might have snuffed him somewhere, like in the yeah. back alley. Right. Maybe but nah. I don't, a like, couple years ago. Yeah. He wasn't even. Yeah. It, it wasn't, wasn't even. It was. It was funny, but it is. Yeah. But that's. I mean, I'm. I'm saying all that aside, all the leaked footage and Polly and uh, um, Polly and Connor are shit talking each other and all that shit. Like all that stuff aside, like just watching him. Watching Connor and you know, not not the not the open workout video because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what this. What that's, is that, dude? What uh, is that a thing? <laughs> this. Uh, let me try to describe it for anyone that's listening. Not here. It's is as much as Connor wants to talk about monkeys. He looked like a monkey. He was just swinging his arms forward. I don't know. Is that a? I tell mean, me, is that something I'll tell you've you seen what, in training? No, or? I've never seen anyone do that in training. <laughs> I have seen something similar. Okay. Uh, there's a, a dance move that's called <laughs> the Bernie. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Weekend at Bernie's. It comes from that movie okay. where it's basically a dead body that they're oh, know, yes, yes. Okay. pushing around. Yeah. And so there's a guy, you can look up Chris Brown or yeah, whatever, yeah. that kind of does the same thing. But oh Connor God, obviously dude. wasn't doing it as a dance move. Ooh. He was doing it to loosen up his limbs. I remember Connor does a whole bunch of that, you he, know, that motion. He does a lot of, of stuff that someone that's MMA or boxing would see as weird stuff, or yeah. any normal person. Like, that is some weird shit. But it's again, it's switching it up. It's it's. I don't know. I don't say it gives him an advantage necessarily. But if anything's, I think if anything's going to give you an advantage over Floyd, it's going to be it's showing being him something unorthodox. Yeah, yeah, showing him something that no one else is going to show him. And yeah. Connor's definitely going to do that. Like I, I have no doubt of that. When you brought up Connor and why you were a fan mm-hmm. and how he talked about he's an example of this law of attraction type of stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, that's that right there is amazing. You know, I, I believe in that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, of course, I respect Connor. I, I do like Connor. Um, you know, I'm not always rooting for him. Sometimes I go against <laughs> him. But, uh, I'm always rooting for yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, he's obviously a great talent. Uh, yeah. The guy's a warrior, man. He'll he he will fight just about anybody. Well, um, then now he has or will have in a week. Yeah, time. At, <laughs> after this one, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a lot more than a lot of other people can say in their career. And yeah, he well, does but, have this extreme belief in himself. Mm-hmm. But what gets me about when you talk about people like Brendan and yeah, it's not just because I don't always agree with the guy. But <laughs> I didn't uh, mean to call you out. That, yeah, that slipped I mean, out my yeah. head. <laughs> There goes any sponsorship or anything. But hey, uh, I'm trying to pump mine. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I mean, and they they always mention that he has this this crazy yeah. belief in himself. Mm-hmm. But what professional athlete does not? Like, yeah, if you could tell me that Floyd doesn't have the same type of insane yes. belief in himself, then you're wrong. I mean, yeah. obviously he does. Absolutely. And to speak to that, what I think is interesting, and I, I, this is something that I say this often, um, and again, I don't. I'm just as far as actually training MMA and not necessarily MMA just jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. I'm just starting I know next to nothing but the thing that gets me about people who are, are fans of MMA or maybe just want to shit talk MMA or boxing or any any solo sport mm-hmm. is in my opinion and I'm not necessarily just referring to me I'm referring to, to 
to people that I see, you know, whether whether it's Floyd or Connor or anyone out there mm-hmm. um, that's going into what's going to be a fight, whether it's mixed martial arts, jiu-jitsu, boxing, if you don't have an insane belief, just there's no team. It's not a team sport. Like, well, I shouldn't say that's not that's incorrect. There's there's everyone that's there in your camp, and there's there's your coaches, and sometimes family family members are involved. But when the, when the rubber meets the road, when the shit hits the fan, it's just you and just one other person that's in that ring or in that octagon. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a crazy, insane belief in yourself, you're done. I was. It's- Good. Well, I, it's not just, it's not only when when you're in the ring. Mm-hmm. Let, okay, for Octagon, let's just yeah. say it's a championship match in MMA mm-hmm. rules, or at least UFC, you're fighting for five minutes. Mm-hmm. You go back to your corner. In boxing, you're fighting for three minutes, you go back to the corner. corner. You still have to have that belief in yourself. You're, you're relying on your team there, your coaches, your yes. cut men, and all of them to yeah. do their job. And also to point, you have to trust them also, mm-hmm. because they're seeing things from <clears throat> the outside yes. looking in. You can't when see you're them. in the trenches, yep. all you can see is punches coming at you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, it's too much. Like you know, uh, it's almost like drowning. Honestly, like you'll, uh, you'll start yeah. to yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that for breathe. boxing. I'm saying that yeah. I was I, my coach was just laying on me. He wasn't doing hardly anything yesterday. Yeah, just laying on top of me, mm-hmm. and uh, it was our last roll, and I was just like, dude. I need to tap. You can't tap. Don't be a bitch and tap just because I'm laying on you. Like, I'm not submitting you. Like, I can't breathe. Like, his, his chest was right here. I couldn't mm-hmm. breathe. Mm-hmm. And the only way for me to breathe was just to push him up off me. I didn't even have the strength to do that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I didn't mean to interject. No, that's okay. But, like, but that's, it did feel like I was drowning. That's how it is. claustrophobic kind of feeling. With any fighter. Yeah. Especially the longer it goes. For sure. You're, you're, you know, you're more All you're that more stuff weary. is being tested, and mm-hmm. you don't really think clearly. Let's be no, honest. It's no. very difficult to think clearly in that very hard. way. So you are kind of relying on your team to get you back on track during that minute of, of rest. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's always a team thing, I, yes. I, I believe. Um, well, the, my thought on that is what I what I hear, excuse me, often is like, oh, you know, that guy, there's there's a lot of shit talking. And especially now that, now that you've got, I think, from their two sports, the two of the greatest <laughs> yeah. ever shit talkers right. you've got. Connor and Floyd, right? Um, although there, I don't think their shit talking has meshed well. <laughs> I think it's been yeah. at the press conference. I think it's been just there's just two completely different kind different of things styles. going on. Yeah, it's, but seeing like seeing Connor and Nate, or seeing who would be someone that Floyd would match up with well in boxing, that would be a shit talking. I, I don't think but anyone's ever no. outdone but him. Not not someone outdone him, but someone you know, has probably, the same kind of probably could talk. Paulie has. Paulie, yeah. Talk. Adrian Broner <laughs> of all people. He's, okay. He's a talker. So I'm saying, when you see that kind of interaction, and you see like, man, this guy is just an asshole, and he loves himself, you have to. I, that's something that it just bugs the hell out of me mm-hmm. when I hear people say like, man, Connor's such an asshole. I'm not saying he's not an asshole. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Floyd's not or anyone else is not. We've all been assholes at different times in our lives. Yeah. But in those press conferences, and in those those moments where they're doing all this shit talk and all this peacocking and stuff like that. If they're not doing that, then that means they don't really believe in themselves, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't say across the board, because there are some guys that are the quieter type and still go in and do work and, and knock people out. But like you guys see, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, but, but I don't know. That, that's something that just bugs me. Is like, oh, well, he's an asshole because he's act. Like, yeah, it's, it's an act. It doesn't mean that he's an asshole. It means that this is his. This is how he gets through this, and this is how he processes this, and this is how he says, "Hey, I believe fully in myself, and fuck everyone else." Like that's, yeah. 
everyone's got a different style. I get that, but I feel like, you know, if it's me and I do have something coming up in a week, I don't, I can't have a thought in my head that says, you know, maybe I'll win, maybe I'll lose. Like, I don't think you can have that kind of mentality. I think it's got to be, no, I'm going to win because I'm the best. Yeah. And then you lose and you're quiet about it and you go back to work and you figure out what you did wrong and you come back and you lose again and you go back to work and do some more, you know, mm -hmm. you, you fix what's wrong. But I don't think you can have anything in your mind that says, <clears throat> excuse me, that says there's a possibility I could lose. Yeah. I don't, I don't think your mind can go there. Yeah. I, I strongly right. believe that the, that the mind is stronger than the body and the more that I around with this jiu-jitsu training the more I'm learning that like yeah there were definitely times towards the end of my training yesterday which was about two hours long where I felt like man I am sorry I was just so tired before we would do like five minute rounds yeah I'd be so tired but towards the end there I'd see spots I'd see an opportunity where I could put my knee where I could put my arm where I could cinch something in and that was you know that was my mind being stronger than my body because my body was like I'm done with this and my cardio is shit right now mm -hmm. so anyways um, I mean, feel I feel the same with whether it is boxing or MMA, mm -hmm. uh, jujitsu. It's it's you always do want to have an open mind. Yeah. Because there are going to be opportunities, and <clears> one <throat> of the one of the the best things that you could you could do is to just kind of after all the bullshit, after all the talking, yep. smack and everything, you go back into your camp, you go back into your room, you go back into whatever your corner and you're really just talking to yourself at that moment oh yeah now you're not you're not you're not saying connor i'm better than you you can never right. beat me you're not saying that and this is something i've learned like you said i followed boyd's career for a long, long, time. long time yeah and he's he never takes an opponent lightly it doesn't matter yeah. if he i've saw i've seen that this is the first time i've seen you know him in this light, you know, yeah. in a in a competition light. Yeah. But that's something that I that, that and really you're watching him now when he's forty right. years old. <laughs> so he's been doing this forever, forever. And I mean, obviously, doing it forever, he's he's been able to see just about every type of look you can, I whether can it's imagine, a dirty yeah. fighter, whether it's just the strongest fighter, mm -hmm. whether it's someone that's supposed to be even as faster than he is right something like that he's done it all whether you know orthodox southpaw didn't matter um and so i when people tell me that they don't like floyd because of the things that he says and he will get knocked out by connor because he's taking connor too lightly I, he's not I, are people saying not, that he's yeah, taking him lightly that's really yeah and i think it's more of a hope and, and again these yeah, are like these maybe. are casual yes fans so. yeah but i mean even, even if you're a casual fan like the footage that i'm seeing floyd is not like there's the shit talking they did that during the the, the what are we, i can't even think what that's called the and, uh, press conference? press conferences they did all that yeah but like when that's like a behind the scenes or after floyd's like no he's he's a good fighter like he's gonna it's gonna be a good fight yeah um, well see people are saying that's that's floyd selling the fight so they but think, I think, they, they that's think from this the loud flam, you know, this loud, right. like, I'm going to kick your ass, yeah. fuck you type deal. Right. They're thinking that's Floyd being Floyd. And, and when he's calm is... and saying, oh, it'll be a good fight, that's him trying to sell you the fight. I'm like, wait it's a second. the same person, yo. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> wow, dude. This guy that's giving all this respect to Connor is yeah. not why you're buying the fight. Oh, you're buying it because no, this guy. Yes. You know yeah, what I mean? Because Connor's so, got, your, got you yeah, yeah, all excited. Absolutely, dude. And that's, I mean, that's, I, I, this is why I really thoroughly enjoyed the con, especially the second, and I really hope they do a th third um, Connor uh, Nate Diaz fight. Oh, I that was that was just the second fight. They were just 
to me, I was I had goosebumps the whole time. They're such good showmen. Mm-hmm. To me, that's like of course it was a fight and that was great, but to 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 also have included with that these incredible showmen, like man, that was just terrific. And yeah. that's what I'm looking for with uh, Connor and Floyd. I think they've both been incredible showmen, and and Floyd's had a lot more experience than Connor has. Absolutely, I don't mean boxing. I just mean like being a showman, he's had a lot more experience than Connor has. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like, you know, whatever happens, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. Um, and then like Joe said on his pod on his podcast, you know, he what did he say? He posted yesterday. He reposted something. It was a picture of Connor. And he said, "I want to believe." That's what Joe said. Oh man! But um, you know, he said like I I want to see the unexpected, and that's what everyone's tuning in to see. Yeah, absolutely. But that's Floyd's. That's been Floyd's career, not the unexpected, but he's made. Tons of money off people wanting to see him lose, and him that's, obviously that's not losing. That's when he started making his money. Yeah, when he was Pretty Boy Floyd, he uh, wasn't. Yes. He wasn't this guy. He wasn't money that Mayweather. Persona. And uh, he didn't get a lot of play. I mean, obviously, he was he was uh, with the same promoter mm-hmm. at the time as Oscar De La Hoya, and oh, De La Hoya was. So he was bringing that in the was, dope. Yeah, that yeah. was their golden their money type of deal so everyone else was just like okay, okay, okay time i did come. not know this that's interesting yeah so here's what's interesting too so one time this is when floyd like when it hit him like i gotta change this right he was flying over uh vegas and at the time you know buildings everywhere yada sure. yada you see this this huge photo like a like a rollout yeah of britney spears mm-hmm. and he was like that should be me Oh, hell yeah. And then, yeah, out of all the things that made him like, I got to change, it was Britney Britney Spears. Spears. (laughs) So it was like, yeah. So then he ended up, you know, uh, buying out his own contract under this guy and then just started doing it himself. He's one of the only boxers that you'll see that that has that opportunity. It's all him. Yeah. I mean, there's no Nike. There's no Adidas. There's no no other sponsor. It's all the money Money team. team. And Mayweather promotions. That's and incredible. Yeah, so it's it's great, man. It's great for him. I think it taught a lot of boxers some things. And yeah. honestly, it, I think it, it even helped Connor. I think it helped Connor. Oh, absolutely. Because you know, he, Cause, cause he has freedom. Like yeah. some other boxer, you know, if he was trying to, to you know, start shit with him, mm-hmm. would have to go through. There's a lot more, what you call it, contra- contractual obligations or something where, like, well, you can't just say he's going to do it. But Floyd can say, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, he can just say yes. I mean, and there's a lot more. You know, where you're gonna fight? There's a lot more details involved. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure there'd be a lot more paperwork with someone else, or make it a lot more difficult to make the fight happen. Yeah. But this fight took a while. I heard rumors here and there, and then I didn't. At the beginning, I thought it was total bullshit. And yeah, then I didn't it was think like, it was gonna happen. Where is it? Is it? At, it's not at T-Mobile, right? Or is it at? T-Mobile? It is at T-Mobile. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But they reserved a date for it, which was months ago. It was yeah. in May. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it wasn't in May. It was in June. Because Floyd always fights in May, and it was in June, right? Okay. I think that's that what it was. Me. But they like, some there was a big hullabaloo, so to say, in my redneck terminology, that there was a that there was this bought out date by the UFC or by you know yeah. um, the promotions or something, way earlier in the year. And mm-hmm. so when that fell through, or when that turned that out to date not passed, yeah, I was, was like, like, okay, oh, this well, isn't happening. Fuck it, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. I, I was one of those people that didn't believe it either. I, didn't, I was just like, yeah. no, there's no way. I didn't think Dana would want that, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he already had like but a whole division Dana, that was like, Dana will let do us anything fight. for Connor, though. I know. And that's, <laughs> those are my favorite yeah. memes on the internet the last few weeks. It's, it's just, so he bad. He loves him so much, dude. It's so bad. <laughs> 
And it's like, man, he was the same with Ronda. He was the same. Yeah, it's just true. Like, Golly, yeah, like dude. enough already. Yes, dude. Um, Give him a rest. Yeah, but. <laughs> And that's what sucks. I'm like, dude, you're like, why don't you do that for the rest of your guys? Like, yeah. you had, you got to get a, you big... got champions, yeah, dude. in the UFC that are like, they're starving, fucking phenomenal fighters. Mm-hmm. You, where you're just like, I don't see nobody beating this person. Nobody's gonna beat this person. Look at John Jones. Yeah, dude. Nobody's gonna beat John mm-hmm. Jones. No. Not even Brock Lesnar. I said it. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't think so? <laughs> Brock ain't gonna beat John. Nope. Damn. Nope, Brock is not going to beat John. I wouldn't say he could beat him, but I f- would feel like, who else? Uh, I mean, well, we talked about Gus. Maybe Gus would have Gus a Gus then will give him his best best yeah, shot at that weight. Be better than Brock. Yes. Damn. Yeah, yeah, but Brock can juice, though. He can get away with it, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> hey, but he's, but he's fighting. Mean, that's the thing to me, though, is like, if that's going to be a thing, so we're going to do fight talk now. I guess and that's, so. If that's going to be a thing... And he's in he's in WrestleMania or, or whatever right now, right? Like I said, I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's no way he's in that and not juicing. So how long does how long does it take? Does it take? What is it like? Like does it take a week? Does it take a few months? Like he's if he wants to really do this, he's gonna have to stop soon. You know what I mean? If they really want to do it. I mean, I'm sure that they're just waiting for maybe contract obligations to be over at WWE. Gotcha. Yeah, but dar- then, I'm going to have to check, but I think, isn't it WME that owns UFC now, right? I heard them yeah. talking the other day. WME owns them and Pro Bowl Riding, and I thought they own WWE as well. I don't know. But since we don't have a Jamie Vernon, we can't look it yeah, up. Look that up. <laughs> Jamie. Uh, no, I think you might be right. I think they do. So sound, for me, like, right. I think that fucks contracts. Like, oh, who cares? Like, we own both of them. We'll make it happen. Uh, That's my, I mean, fuck the fans, really. <laughs> fuck the, I'm not I don't saying know, man. fuck I don't, them. I don't like, know the details. I'm sure there's like a board or something that's got to go through. Right, but I'm saying if, this entity, right? This entity, I agree. You guys own it all. But I feel like if they both own it, or if they own both, yeah, then they can make it happen a lot sooner than later. Yeah, they probably can. Yeah, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we we might have seen some examples of that because of you know the stuff that's going on now where. Mm-hmm. The UFC is like, hey, you can go ahead and fight. You can do boxing if you want to. Like, yeah, it's going to be for more for us. It is. Um, I, me personally, I'd like to see them be more consistent on that, though. I mean, it would be nice. You do have some strikers in MMA that are <laughs> under under the you know, UFC umbrella, and they can they can go. But see, I they feel like bang. now the undercard's going to be all boxing. Am I correct? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I feel like that shouldn't be the case. Yeah, I thought the I, me personally, I thought they were going to pull like a uh, Bellator type of situation yeah. and be like, hey, you know, we've got. I think it uh, should be the all the same fights. I think it should be boxers and MMA fighters. That's what I think it should be. That might That's be what, something in the future that works. Yeah, no, that'd be great. But yeah. I think for this one, like, I think they could have. I don't know if more people would buy it. No, I bet you more people will buy it. If you picked a few big MMA names, whether it's UFC or Bellator, it wouldn't be Bellator. But okay, so be... here, but here, check this out. Uh, so, so we already know people are gonna <clears> buy <throat> Connor and Floyd, right? For sure, that's a done deal. Yeah. That's a given. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just let this, let them pay for this, let this build up, where then you could it's do the team versus team, and we oh we just make another millions idea. and buys or yeah, whatever tons. Because you do have a, a few UFC fighters right now that are actually going to get their license or even just training. Yes, and I think Nate got his as well, didn't he? Uh, I'm Nate did. Yeah, Nate I think, got his. I think only in Nevada, mm. not California mm-hmm. yet, or it might be the opposite. But yeah, and then yeah, we've got right. uh, Jose Aldo, who's now 
in That's Riverside. Right. I forgot about them. Yeah. Oh, Riverside. He's in Riverside. We need to go training. see what's up with him, dude. Let's go. Dude, let's go yeah. That, this, the camp that he's training with is <laughs> legit one of the best camps in all of boxing right now. Damn. Yeah, he's training with Robert Garcia, uh, Mikey Garcia, who's his little brother, okay. still undefeated. Wow. Um, yeah, and just an exciting fighter, and he's now doing what Floyd is doing. There was, there was, thing. yeah. So he was out for um, trying to contract disputes and things like that. So okay. he was trying to get out of his situation. Oh yeah. Ended up, you know, waiting for that to be done with. There was a whole battle. I think he was out for maybe almost two years, like a year and a Damn. half of nothing. No. Just because of contract, nothing. he wasn't injured or anything like yeah. that. Which is money and bullshit. Exactly. Damn. That Young sucks. guy too. And it's like, man, and then you have all these big names that are starting to come up now that Floyd is gone. Right. So this is like now a good time for him to Exactly. Damn. So there was actually rumors after that contract was done or whatever, mm -hmm. he was a free agent. So anybody that's anybody in boxing is like, hey, come sign with come, us. Yeah. Even Floyd. Floyd would be there watching yeah. him train. He's got a history with that family because obviously right. Floyd goes way back in the boxing Oh, history. for sure. Um, so he knows them. Actually, Robert Garcia was a champion at the same time Floyd was a champion wow. years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 16, 17 Damn. years ago. Yeah. Um, and now he's training his younger brother, so he's just That's like, crazy. hey, I want to sign him or whatnot. Yeah. Turns out he starts his own. That's, that's badass. Yeah. Love it. Good and for so, him. Yeah, exactly. The, it, I mean, it's great. And now Jose came in there. And this is in Riverside. Yeah, that's down the street, bro. We need to I know, go. I know. I've always wanted to. Understand well, let's that. just let's just fucking do it, dude. Okay. In a couple we weeks, will. let's do it. Is yeah. there is there like a, a, time, a good time to go that you know or? I don't, but I'm sure we could. We'll find let's let's out. fucking stalk some motherfuckers. Yeah, and we'll do it. Yeah, the boxing out there right now, it's it's huge. It's lit right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. What? Like I said, he's uh, definitely. I'm not just saying this because I'm a fan. It's yeah, one of the, the best camps. All right, dude. We need to go check it out. Um. Yeah, so, what was I saying? My bad. Uh, Everyone's getting boxing license. Okay, Everyone's yeah, Jose, Jose comes yeah. in there. Mm -hmm. And, dude, I don't know if you've seen the footage. He just comes in there. Not. He just has one bag. And he's just like, you know, they speak <laughs> a little bit different yeah, dialects. Yes, yeah. And uh, so they're just like, oh, hey, Robert Garcia does not know who he is. His sons do, though. He's like, damn, this is a big deal. Right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. So he's just playing it cool. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, so you do UFC? He's like, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was the champ for yeah. few years. <laughs> Didn't even tell him I was the champ. Really? They had to bring it up. Like, he was oh, unbeaten shit, for, like, years. Yeah, he was. Like, wasn't it over a decade? It was a long... You told me... You're the one that told God. me that, dude. It was yeah. a long, he held long the belt time. For, nobody was touching this guy while he was champion. I want to say it was like And looking back years. now, I feel bad, dude, because he lost it like that. Exactly, but that that's sucked. exactly what made him do this. Mm -hmm. So now he's there, and he, he says, so I hear you were, like, the man for a long time, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you just got hit like that. And that was it. And he was like, that's what happened. Like, yeah. Got hit. I got caught, mm -hmm. and um, they didn't. They Dude, didn't, I really they think, didn't ask him too much. About I really it. think Connor just got in his head. I really think that's. I really think so too, because he just went straight forward and done, and you got caught. That's all it was. Yeah. And 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 you know, remember Connor used to say like preci precision beats timing mm -hmm. every day. Yep. Now, if if you watch Floyd at all, you will know that that's exactly right because that's mm -hmm. what Floyd does. They, people that's will tell you he's not a heavy hitter. He, yeah. he has no punching power. He's got some very brittle hands, to be honest. Right. Which is why that's people are like, going to eight ounces yeah. might not be a good idea or whatever. 
Um, Here's the thing. I, I feel like, I feel like, and this is going to be maybe silly to have on a podcast because the fight's going to be over by the time yeah, this goes I, we got, I got into that. I forgot we were on a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, like, what were you saying? Continue. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I derailed you. Uh, My bad. What were you saying, though? No, I was saying that it's just, um, I, I think, uh, Connor has that left hand, dude. Yeah? It's it's Thor's hammer, really. Uh-huh. I just, my thing is, I would love, you know, because I'm a Connor fan, I would love to see, maybe he won't knock Floyd out, but I'd love to see him land that and just see what happens. But here's the thing, Floyd's been making people miss. For so long, isn't that okay? And here's Connor here's the, what with, I bring up with to the people. lack of Connor's training, mm-hmm. not just now, but like for his entire life. Like I don't see how Floyd. I don't. I feel like Connor's gonna land some punches, but I don't feel like they're gonna be the that that straight left or that, that those rockets that everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. Maybe some body, maybe something here and there, but like I don't see Floyd going through months of training for Connor specifically. And not knowing, and again, Connor, Connor comes in and gives you the unexpected. That's that's a consistent thing for him. Yeah, I just I don't see how he can land something solid enough to knock Floyd out. I just don't think. It's All right, so here's here's my deal, okay. and I'm not one of those boxing fans that are like disrespectful to MMA. Because, mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not a professional, never been a professional. But they've come out in droves lately. <laughs> yeah, and and Which I mean, and it might be because. I have, I've been hit. I've you know right. I've, I've sparred. You've, you've trained. But then you know maybe it's because I've also uh, I've had opportunities to roll before with mm-hmm. with Emma or yeah. whatnot. And then it's just like you kind of you're close to the situation, yes. so you know what they kind of go through. Also, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. It's just like so. I'm not here to say one is better than the other. For sure. Uh, it's my personal love. Like you know, you try jujitsu. I like it a lot. Do right. I love it? Nah, because I'm comparing it to what I do love, which is boxing. boxing. So Whole different, different feeling. But so, do I feel like Connor has a shot? Yeah, it's a fight. Because Anything it's a can fight. happen. Do I think he's gonna land anything significant? He probably could. He has a longer reach. He's much younger. He mm-hmm. is agile. I've seen him move lateral. I've seen him. You know, right. he has great movement. He does. Um, and you've seen me. We've been to fights together watching yeah, Connor. Man. I'm just like, oh, he's boxing great right yes. now. And that's uh-huh. when I get into Connor. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he gonna sit him down like. <laughs> So yes, he does have power, absolutely. Right. Um, will it knock out Floyd? I don't think so, and that's because I've watched Floyd for so long, um, and he when he gets in these exchanges, I've seen him not just make people miss, but I've seen him take the hits. Right. I've seen Shane Mosley, who had one of the oh my God, best yeah. hooks, and he rocked him. Canelo was one of the strongest people in I've boxing at that him. moment. He's one of the few people I've, and I've seen fight. He's able to make him miss. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Connor is a strong fighter. Yep. He's a, a taller fighter, and if he could land from the correct angle, he's got he a good shot. Happen. We've seen we've seen uh, Floyd get hit by overhand rights um, from Madonna that mm-hmm. people say rocked him. Um, I don't think it rocked him. I think it just kind of like made him like, oh shit, a little more defensive. I'm okay. open right here. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh fuck, let me you know it, it put him in check. Right. Like, kept him honest. He's right. Like, All right. Cool. So. Uh, I see I see adjustments that are going to be made. I see them early. Floyd actually said that he's planning on just going straight in. He's not going to try to make a miss. Uh, I don't believe that. Because I don't, I, when you said that, your, I didn't believe your it. Your instincts are <laughs> that's, not but, to get hit. That's Connor, though. Like that's what Con- I think he's saying that because that's what Connor does. So if Connor thinks he's going to be met with the exact same thing he's doing, he might try something different. Yeah. But that, every fight I've seen Connor, Connor just storms right in there. 
Yeah. He takes care of and one thing I am going to say, so Floyd has also said, I, I'm doing it this way, because everyone's like, why are you going to change now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, you're 40, right? Why would you change <laughs> why that Why would now? you switch it up for this one fight? And he's just like, you know what? I think I owe it to the fans because of that Pacquiao fight. It was such a letdown and all that. <laughs> now, that's not totally Floyd's fault. If no. anything, Pacquiao was more to blame because mm -hmm. he didn't talk about that shoulder, shoulder or whatever. Yeah. But you you honestly got outclassed, Manny. Like, you really yeah. did. It is what it is. Um, but, yeah, you know what, Floyd? I, I hope because I am, seriously, I feel like I'm one, one of Floyd's biggest fans. For and sure. I do hope that you feel like you should just kind of... Let me let me let me uh let me make it uh, exciting. Like, yeah. Let me just give you a few rounds where I go in there right. and, and see if I could bang bang for like right. thirty seconds, last yeah. thirty seconds yeah. of the match. Um, get your points, but also just, but there's Floyd knowing Floyd, man. He's he understands if I get in there and if it is just for thirty seconds, I go in there and I just start letting them fly. Mm -hmm. I am gonna leave myself open. Mm -hmm. Now he's only gonna do that if he's inside. Yeah, because when you're with a taller guy that has more reach, he's not going to be as effective inside. Inside, yeah, exactly. So, that makes sense. So, in order for him to get inside, though, he might have to take he's a couple to take shots. Some hits. And I think he knows that, so he's he's expecting to get hit. Mm -hmm. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say. So I don't feel like uh, it's out of I don't feel it's out of reach to say that Connor will Connor will land some hits, some significant yeah. shots. Yeah, definitely. I, I believe it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Something else I wanted to talk about, and I can't remember. Oh, uh, just I don't know. Like I, I, I want to spend some time on that, but again, because of the way I'm releasing this, um, the way I'll be leaking this footage. Or yeah, there say, you go. <laughs> releasing this podcast, dude. That joke got my over. face red. I feel like <laughs> I love this stuff. Castmates is amazing. Goodness gracious. Um, I just want to talk marketing a little bit because that's what we both do. Mm -hmm. um, and you've been. How long have you been doing marketing? Uh, Before, eight years. Wow, so I figured it was longer than me. Um, so see, I would say I've been doing marketing for uh, about five, five years I've been doing marketing. So I think it's just, it's it's interesting to, to talk about marketing in the day and age that we live because social media is so huge. And not just social media, but SEO websites as well. It's just the, the internet itself. Yeah. Uh, there's so many marketing opportunities. and. People either, you know, business owners either miss them all the time. I know this is not a good segue at all. <laughs> but business, well, I mean, like, uh, Connor Floyd being people speaking up. Speaking of know, making speaking a miss. <laughs> marketing. <laughs> oh, that was good. Owners. Oh, damn, I should have done that. Next time I'll have you do the same. <laughs> we'll just write them down and put them up here so we can read them off. I'll have you write them down and then I'll read them off so it looks smart. Uh, but I, I think it's it's interesting how, um, how business owners again, miss the opportunity to use the internet, use have a website or have social media, or I think what's more interesting and honestly very funny to me is how poorly it is used. Mm. Um, so many businesses post on social media and have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, And it's funny, what, what, I, what I find funny about it is a social media or even a website, like for a blog for instance, mm -hmm. you're just having a conversation with other people. Yeah, But the two problems that I see is people don't understand how the internet works and how you can get yourself in trouble real fast and it's really easy to do. Right. That's the first problem I see. The other problem is that they again they don't understand that this is a this is a conversation. Yeah, I think you just got to have a normal conversation with I people. I think That's they it. overthink it and I think yes. they need they they feel like, "Oh, I got to hire a tech guy to do my social media." And spend a 
And I'm like, money on him. And I've been, I've, I've dealt with clients that actually tell me that. Like, no way. I gotta hire a tech guy so that you know I can get all this together. And I'm like, mm. please don't have your tech guy do your social media because that's probably gonna be. That's, uh, <laughs> well, what's worse is the cousin. Oh yeah. Or a nephew. Oh yeah, yeah, my nephew. He, he, uh, he did, he did all this stuff for me three years ago. And yeah, okay, yeah. And you haven't had a post since 2012. Yeah. So <laughs> that's when he stopped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean. I feel you with the social media. So when I say I've been doing marketing for eight years, yeah. it was it was focused on different aspects. For At, sure. You know, very first I was doing content creation, blog writing, landing pages, things like mm -hmm. that. Then I went into social media, did that for a few years, and then I got into SEO. Right. And then, you know, little dabbled into the actual creation of yeah. the website design. That's, I really feel so. like, I, I feel like there's, I feel like there could be more money in social media, but right now they're, there is more money in SEO what? and websites than there is in social media because people just don't get it. Well, tell so this is what's weird to me, and, and let me know if you because you you're strong as your your SEO game is strong, or not your SEO, but your social media. Yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me stop. Sorry, you. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> your uh, your your social media yeah. is strong. So, mm -hmm. um, I feel like when I got out of social media, uh -huh. which might have been like five or six years ago, right. Um, my issue with social media then was that people are overthinking it. I feel like it's still the same problem. They overthink it or they don't know, they don't know exactly what, they just know I should be on social media, but they don't know how, like, like you're saying. My issue is that, and you're right, they do overthink it. Uh, but the problem with most people, and myself included, when you start overthinking social media, then you get lazy and you don't do anything. Because uh, you're overthinking, like... Is this okay to post? Um, you know, you know, is, is am I gonna get feedback, bad feedback, or what's gonna happen? Like when you ten, ten times out of ten, when you overthink what you're gonna post on social media, you just don't post it. Yeah. Because it's the internet, and people are gonna make fun of you there. And excuse me, what's gonna happen is if you overthink it and think about all the ways it could go wrong, you'd be like, you know what? Fuck it, I don't want to do this anyways. It's not worth all this stress. Yeah. So that's part of it. The biggest problem that I have with business owners themselves on social media is that, and I get it, and I've told business owners this, business owners this many times. Like I get it, your product is your life. Like this is your baby. Whether it's some thing that you made, or it's some, uh, you know, it's some, it's some product you created, or it's a service that you offer, and you've been doing it for ten years, or two years, or six months. It's your passion. It's your baby. And I get it, and I respect that. But the internet does not. Right. And if all you ever post on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, wherever you are, if all you're ever posting is, hey, I built this fence. Hey, I, uh, uh, you know, I made this new product that makes your life easier. Great. But if you're posting every single day and that, or just two or three times a week and that's all you're posting is rewording how your product or your service is great, either you're not going to get followers, you're going to have to buy followers, well, the people that do follow you are going to unfollow you or unsubscribe or unfriend. Why? Because it's boring. Find a way to transcend just talking about your product mm -hmm. and be able to tell people, I'm funny, or we have a great office atmosphere because we play pranks, or whatever it is. One of my favorite brands, and I only follow them on Snapchat, and it is a weird name, so bear with me, uh, Chubbies. <laughs> it's these like short shorts. That's what it is. Okay. And they are so funny on Snapchat. They're hilarious. And it's just skits. 
But you think Snapchat? What do you What do you have? Ten seconds? Yeah. That's Instagram. Is Snapchat ten seconds as well now too? I think it's ten seconds. Nine. So nine seconds. And I'm the guy that should know this. Shit. <laughs> so you have nine seconds to get your point across. Well, they don't just do nine seconds. Like they let it go in. Like it'll be it'll be three or four snaps in a row. But I'm yeah. telling you, they're hilarious. Right. Have I bought any of their products? Not yet, but I will, cause they caught my attention actually with the Facebook ad. Interesting enough, but and they're interactive. So th that's the problem that I have um, to bring it back around is that people, they want to just constantly push their product and I respect it and I get it, but no one else is going to and no one is going to buy your shit yeah. if all you talk about is your shit. Right. And then right. there's, there, on the other side of that coin, there's a lot of, um, there's, there's the big celebrities that don't respond to anything or talk to anyone and some of them actually do. I, uh, the Rock actually posted something pretty poignant this morning and he responded to quite a few people on his Instagram post. But there's the big ones that don't respond to anyone ever, and I get that. If you have a thousand comments on every post, you just, just don't respond. I get it. Mm -hmm. But there's the in-between where there's the 25 comments and the 15 comments, 50 comments, or, you know, interact with people. Yeah. You're not that big a deal. Yeah. Uh, that bugs me. So what do you say then to the client mm -hmm. that calls you and, and just doesn't think that you're pushing their services or product enough? That's a tough one because I have quite a few clients that I just give them what they want yeah, and they continue to pay me. Yeah. And uh, I think you have to come to some kind of a catharsis. You've got to get to a point where, because um, I'm able to, to kind of balance that out because I have a few clients, uh, I'd say two or three clients, where I, can, I have some freedom. I think the answer to that, you have to, if, if you're really passionate about social media, you have to find in yourself. Mm -hmm. And that answer is get more clients so that you can satisfy your need to post good, relevant, shareable content along with not shitty content, but the same content over and over and over again. Why? Because you need a paycheck. So if you're at a place where, you know, if you're doing it for, a, uh, uh, you know, if you have a nine to five, which I do as well, if you have a nine to five where you have to do that, then guess what? You've got to do what they tell you to do. Yeah. Can you innovate? Can you talk to your boss? Can you have meetings? Can you try to make their social media better? Absolutely, and please do that. However, you got to go with the flow. And then if you can get yourself some stuff on the side to do, and even your own personal. Like, I don't think that my content is incredible, but my personal content I think is good shareable content. So I'm able to kind of satisfy that need to put out good content via my own social media and the two or three clients here and there that give me the freedom to just kind of post things that are relevant and ongoing. I have a client, um, an MMA client, and if I send him something and say, dude, this is, because I'll go back to The Rock because that's my guy, but... Um, he had a he had a video that went. I mean, everything technically everything he posts is viral because yeah. he he has way too many followers. Yeah. But he had one that went a little crazy because I saw it on several other uh, Instagram accounts, um, and it was just that uh, it was in Toronto. He posted a, a, a video selfie in Toronto, and he was talking about how he had he he loved that city and he'd done films there. But the first time he ever visited was with like the Canadian Football League or something, and it was his first oh, technically yeah. pro pro uh, football game yeah. and he got cut the next week uh, from from the football team and he said that was the best thing that never happened to me was playing in the NFL yeah. and he's absolutely right the guy's making truckloads more money than he would ever make playing in the NFL it's just not possible yeah so and that's that's awesome I don't know what, oh share that. yeah what I was saying with that was I hit my hit up a text of my client and I was like dude this shit is popping up everywhere we need to post it so okay post it so fine I, th I think the answer is you can't make everyone happy. 
which is not a fun answer to hear. But that's my answer is, if a client says, hey, you're not pushing my stuff enough, um, then push their stuff more and, and get yourself another two or three clients. Get in some Instagram direct messages, uh, follow some people, not literally, or maybe literally, whatever it takes, but like find yourself a couple more clients that will give you a little more freedom. And, and do this, find a client or, or find someone I have uh, right now, I haven't got um, admin access yet for the one client, but I have one uh, client out of Detroit, and she's a singer, incredibly talented. She actually texted me right before the podcast. Incredibly talented. Uh, she did a, a cover of Pure Imagination from Willy Wonka, mm. but it was like a screamy version. Super, super off-putting to a lot of people that I've showed it to, but I loved it. Anyway, she's a very, very talented musician, uh, singer, I should say, and she, um, she... She's, she's not paying me anything right now, but I can I can post, I wouldn't say whatever I want, but within reason. Pentatonix dropped a new song, I posted that for her. She loved it, she thought it was great. So, you know, she posted something on Instagram that was her in the studio. I just took a screenshot, put kind of a logo on it, and posted it. She thought it was great. So, you're not always going to find clients that will pay you, so to speak. But find clients that, are, that you like where they're going or you like what they're doing and they need help and reach out and say, hey, I'd, I'd like to work for you. So you might have two or three clients, and all three or two, all two of them don't. They only want you to push their business. Find that balance. Find someone that'll let you do it for free or for next to nothing, and post good shareable content. That's going to do two things for you. It's going to satisfy what you're talking about. It's going to satisfy that need of, you know, hey, I'm tired of putting out shit content for this client. Yeah. Number one, and number two, it's going to help your. It's going to strengthen your portfolio. So when you go to someone to pitch them your services on social media, you don't have to say, well, this guy doesn't pay me anything, but hey, I post good. No, you say, look, this is one of my clients. I post great content for them. You want to know how good I can do? Check out this person. This is one of my clients. And whether they pay you or not, if you're posting for them, you're their client. Yeah. And do I also do what I would call consulting. Like, I've, I've pitched a couple. Oh, that was the one we were going to do. Dan Henderson's gym. Yeah, <laughs> you know already. <laughs> We're just calling out, I am calling out motherfuckers left and right on this podcast, but I pitched, I've pitched Dan Henderson's gym, which is literally across the street from where I work. I've pitched them a couple times, and Matt actually helped me with the last pitch, pitching them SEO for their site. No hard feelings, some hard feelings, just kidding. Um, but, you know, I, I say when I, when I try to get a new client, because I have a couple clients that are in the MMA industry, when I try to get a new client, I tell them, like, I have these couple clients that do MMA, and then I've also consulted with, and I talk about people that I've given pitches to, or maybe posted for once or twice. Yeah. Because that is consulting. So, yeah, that was a, a longer rant and a longer answer than probably you were looking for, but to, to set that up, like, that would be that would be my answer is just find more clients, and it's more doable than you would think. Hmm. Okay. So, that would, that would be my answer to that. But as far as, and again, you're, um, you're, you're, Expertise, your forte, which is actually absolutely is SEO, you know, and I've seen you do it, and you've helped me with clients before. I, I know that quite well, um, but that would be, you know, I would have a similar question for you, like what if someone is starting? Um, well, this would be a good one. If someone's starting from scratch, let's say they have a, a construction business or they have what whatever, it doesn't matter. You need to have a website. Yeah, that's my opinion, mm -hmm. but. Can you speak to that and say, and again, like you said, oh, hire a tech guy and have him do your social. Well, it's not a good idea because they're, yeah. they're two different animals. But my question to you would be, how, and I believe, but I don't do SEO, how important is it that they have a website, number one? And number two, can you, can you 
like yes, I mean we we both want money, we want more clients, mm -hmm. but to someone that's just starting out or or or, or is maybe they've had a business for the last twenty years but never have a website and now had a website and now realize like I need to have a website. Should sh should they have a website? Number one, mm -hmm. no matter what they're doing, mm -hmm. and should they? How hard is that to do? Can they do it themselves? You should absolutely have a website. Doesn't matter what what industry you're in, no matter what your niche is, have that website. If you think you're doing well without one now, imagine all the business you're actually missing out on if you were to have one. Because that's just where people are searching nowadays. So it's it's less about you and how well you're doing right now, just being a brick and mortar, word of mouth, whatever. That was the Dude. next word I was gonna say. Word, I get tired of hearing that. That's I mean, but that's exactly what having a, a with what SEO, social media, all that yeah. is is just a digital form of word of mouth. Bam. That's you know, it. Absolutely. So, absolutely have have your have that done um is it easy to get a website yeah you know what? it's much easier now than it was back in the day because before we used to use like freaking uh dream weaver and you had to know codes <laughs> oh, and you yes. had a, people that even did it before then were using drinking oh my gosh i don't I, it was a whole other language it was a whole bunch of code and it was like when i say stuff hey, you, i use it like once and that was enough. For like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Sorry. No, I I totally agree. I was forced to use it for about a year at least. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then I was just like, this is uncalled for. No, like, it's <laughs> terrible. So it's a lot easier now. Okay. Now you'll find some drag and drop options from companies like Wix or, uh, I mean, there's other ones. Wix is probably the biggest one that allows you mm -hmm. that feature. Um, I think Squarespace. Squarespace is the same yeah. thing. I personally feel like there are limitations, especially to Wix, yes. because I've worked with uh, Wix a lot um, well, can you, for can you, SEO. Can you speak to that? Because in, in my mind, what I'm thinking is it's more of a landing page kind of thing, but can you speak to that? What is a landing page um, or and or why? Excuse me. You see that Lix has... Lix. Hey, now. <laughs> Wix.com. Let's see what that's about. Oh, I don't even want to know what that Jamie is. Jamie, look that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on that. Um... um but what's, what are its limitations, and can you explain a landing page? And tell me if I'm wrong. Like, no, nah, it's not a landing page site. I don't know. I'm not going to say it's, it's a landing page type of site because okay. you could definitely add more pages. You, you're welcome to have drop-downs and everything like that. It's it's great. You, you can, if you're just looking for a website to look good, you can use Wix. Okay. You can. Um, but if you want your website to rank, though, it's going to be difficult to use a Wix uh, website okay. that'll actually rank you so that way when people are searching not for stuarthardy.com but right. social media in whatever area Temecula, yeah. Marietta, things like that so your service in your you. city yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, that's where they'll have a, a hard time finding you and it's only because there are so many keywords that you can use or key phrases different phrases that mean the same shit mm -hmm. so if I'm looking for social media in Temecula I right. might also be looking for someone to do my Facebook in Temecula or, yeah. yeah exactly so those are the other keywords that you're probably not gonna hit only because Wix will allow you to have one key term oh, to wow. fix your meta descriptions and your so per page you only have one or per site you only dude have one. when when i was working yes. with a heavy it was like per site whoa so it might have changed forgive me it might have changed <laughs> uh i don't want wicks like beating on my door <laughs> messing up my <laughs> reputation but i'm just saying you, wow. they might have built they might have worked their we way up to think, that but still yeah but there was always limitations so okay um so to put that in perspective still, we're talking about one keyword or one phrase they can type in to find your site. Right. Whereas, give them the complete opposite. Would it be WordPress? 
WordPress, yeah. And then how many could you have? It's a, is it unlimited or is there well, like? Well, yeah. I mean, you can have you can okay. have. Let's just say you have a list of let's just call it fifty keywords that yeah. you want to target, right? Damn. So you can make you could change different in your title tags or your or your meta descriptions, which is basically so you know what that is when when yeah. you're looking up uh, anything on on a mm -hmm. Google search. Let's say you'll have like a short description of what yep. that site is or what that page yeah, is. If it's beneath the, it'll say the title of the site, and uh -huh. then beneath it. It'll have that meta description. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when you see the title of the site, it might say, you know, Stuart Hardy, and then it'll say uh, social media, and then it'll say Facebook, or right. it might have a different variation of right. it, right? So that's what you're able to change. Now, let's say I want um, only my Facebook page of my website mm -hmm. to rank for Facebook right. in Marietta. That then will point every that page. That's where we're gonna have the, the Facebook titles, Facebook meta descriptions. Gotcha. So when they find this through a Google search, it all corresponds with each other. It's not gonna say just social media in general. Mm -hmm. It'll be specific to what they're Facebook. looking for. Gotcha. The object of the game is you don't want to have uh, your clients or whoever's searching for you, you don't want them to dig so much for what well, they they're need. not because they're not going to it's exactly. the internet they're gonna go to the first page if they don't yeah. find you then they're done yeah or not necessarily don't find you they're gonna stay on the first page everything unless everything on the first page is shit which is rare right they're 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 done like they'll find what they need on that first page yeah so you need to be there yeah that's why you want multiple search terms you want to be able to be found for multiple search terms otherwise and you want multiple pages of your yes. site to be found for those multiple search terms. Right. So in other words, you don't want ev of those 50 keywords mm -hmm. uh, that we you have You want them listed, all going to your homepage. You don't want them all going to your homepage. Right. You want them to be like, hey, this, this deserves my Facebook. This deserves my Instagram. This deserves uh, why do you need social media in the first place. Right, There's right. a page specifically mm -hmm. for that. And so, you know, the way people are searching now, especially with mobile, is people are asking questions. Absolutely. And so you want to be able to answer those questions that you know they're going to have even before they get to type that shit yep. in. Because yep. they're going to check out, uh, you know, where who can I hire to, to do my Facebook. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to find that. But then while they're looking at your stuff, I'm like, do I even need this anyway? Right. Why do I need Facebook? And then bam, you're going to show up but again. But it's already there. <laughs> it's already there. Yeah, you, you I love it, So dude. you don't even have to bounce off of this page. Everything you need is right there. Right. And so that's that's the goal. With Can you speak to the here. bouncing as well? Because in my understanding, if someone doesn't find what they want on your page, mm -hmm. I mean, well, not in my understanding. This is We've all done this. You, you, search, you search your question mm -hmm. on Google, whatever it is. You see a search result that looks right. You click on it. You go there. But doesn't really answer your question. So you're there for two seconds, you scroll through real quick, obviously this isn't what I want, and then you leave that site. Yeah. And that is, can you explain to people how that's bad? Yeah, so that's that's what you just explained is, is what's called a bounce rate. So mm -hmm. if you're in the analytics of your website, you'll start to see like, oh, my bounce rate is at 80% right now. Why? So you can go, there's a place where you can kind of check out the flow of where people are finding you and say, oh, they did a search on this, they got to this page, and then they bounced out. So whatever that page is that they're bouncing on, we know, <laughs> yeah, we know that it's not offering them enough. Right. So we've got to change the content. Maybe maybe all the content is there, but it just, it's all. It needs a different keyword, maybe. Or just, just organize that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it might be just one, two, three paragraphs gotcha. with no, you know, sections into it. You know, let let people like I said, you don't want them to dig too much. Right. So if you have little sections that say, 
why, uh, who, what, when, you know, and you just have a little section of each one. Right. It's much easier. It's easier to, to navigate. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Well, I just wanted to speak to that because, like I said, I don't know SEO. You know SEO. I know it to an extent, but not yeah. not extensively, so to speak. So that's and I, mean, I think that's I think it's important for, you know, I, I'm going to have people hopefully that are seeing this um, that have their own business or someone that's thinking about starting their own business. And I wouldn't say the best way to get started is having a website, but it doesn't hurt to make that part of your your you know your business formulation. Like you know, we we have a brick and mortar or whatever we have, or we have you know I have a warehouse or my Shit, nowadays, people's houses are their warehouse. Um, yeah. I think, uh, you know, I, I follow several clothing brands on the, on social media, and either they have a tiny warehouse, and they put out great clothes, but, like, they have a tiny warehouse, or their warehouse is their house, yeah. you know? So, uh, if you're going to get started, man, have have a website. And, yeah, even if even if you got to start out with Wix, which is spelled W-I-X, if anyone's actually going to search for it and use it. W. W W I X, um, yeah. This that was some good whiskey. Um, you know, ha have a website, and even if you, if you can't have a website, at least have a Facebook page. You've got to have your online presence started someplace. And like you said, I, I loved that. I probably try to work this into the title, but digital word of mouth. Like yes, word of, word of mouth is great, but you go into a restaurant or you walk down the street and you tell me the ratio of people talking to each other to people looking at their phones. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that to shit on us. I think our phones are a great tool. People are gonna, un, un, until the next thing comes out, wearables, whatever it is, people are gonna shit on people being on their phones at a restaurant, whatever. That's fine, that's your opinion. I have mine too. You don't like mine, I don't like yours either. But you can't deny that digital, being on, being, be, being able to be found on digital is huge. Yeah. And that is the digital word of mouth, is your social media. Because you can interact with people and you can, you know, uh, you know, you can't have a presence there. And again, a website, um, technically, you won't be able to have your URL, but a website, you can build your own website for free. Yeah. You can do that. It doesn't it doesn't cost you. Just like social media, it'll be .wordpress.com, <laughs> which we can get to in another podcast. But, but still, you can have a website and it won't cost you anything. Or you can pay 10, 15, 20 bucks a month to have a website. That's what you're paying for Netflix already. Sorry, I got a fly in here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's... It's important to be, to have no matter what. I don't care. I don't care if you're a, if you do. Uh, I met a guy recently at a party. Does uh, um, clown? He's like a clown or a character actor for kids parties. Like he needs a website. Everyone needs a website. Like unless, I mean, I guess unless your unless Uber is your main source of income, I think you should have a website. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, if you have your your own passion, your own business, and who knows, shit happens where you're just getting started or you're. You don't even have merchandise or services yet, but you put out a website or you put out a Facebook page and someone hits you up because they found you. That shit happens all the time mm -hmm. because people need what you have to offer. And I'm not a salesman. I'll say that till the day I die. I suck at sales. I'm not good at it. But I tell you what, if you find me on Facebook or find one of my clients' Facebook pages, I'll talk the shit out of you and I'll, I'll talk you into buying something. <laughs> I'll, I'll get you to do it on, on digital. In person, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But digitally, absolutely. I've gotten clients that way. Yeah. I've gotten clients through just interacting with them via Instagram direct message and bam here's a client um, hey hey so here's here's a question that I've, I I just, I'm so curious and I really want to start asking a lot more people uh, so you have a client and they're so anxious to just you know social media is gonna turn my whole presence right, around right. right what do I do what do you what do you want me to do Stu yeah what, what do I do so you're my client yeah so whatever here here's my here's my whole 
thesis or theory, I should say, on, on running social media as a business. You need to have good native content. And what I mean by that is, and again, I, I don't want shitty content. I don't want, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Vulgar content. We don't want that. But what you do want is content that when you're scrolling through your Facebook or you're scrolling through your Instagram feed, you see one of your friend's posts and then you see a post from a business. Can you tell it's a post from a business or does it look like another post from one of your friends? If it looks like another post from one of your friends, if this one looks like this one up here, that business is winning. If it looks like a stock photo of a fucking shoe with a white background, they're losing. So where do you start? If you have an office, introduce me to your office staff. Hey, this is Joe. We just hired her. She's our secretary. Uh, just graduated um, San Diego State University. She likes dogs. This is a picture of her with her Welsh Corgi. Awesome. Introduce me to you know your staff. Tell me you you got a new um, you know you got I've got there's a, a a friend of mine more of an acquaintance that has a, um, a martial arts or karate studio in uh, is it Temecula or Marietta? It's Marietta, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, in Marietta, uh, Michael Robles has uh, Final Strike Martial Arts. If you're listening and you're from here and you have kids, check him out. He's tremendous. Um, but uh, he has, or at one time, had two little smart cars that were all decked out with, with a wrap. Mm. Man, post those all the time. If you have a vehicle that has a wrap on it for your business, please post those all the time. Those don't get old. Those are cool. And the way you do that, just a little trick is... Post them in front of In-N-Out or whatever local restaurant, Culver's, Cracker Barrel, whatever it is. Post them in front of, or if there's a place that you um, routinely use, whether it's some place to buy supplies or it's some place to, uh, or it's a bar you frequent, I don't care. Post, use that vehicle. You spent how much money? Vehicle wraps are expensive. You spent how much money, at least to me, you spent how much money on that wrap? And honestly, it's nice that people see it and can get your number and you put little bitmojis or whatever on. That's cool. But I feel like it's a waste if you're not also highlighting it on your website and your social media. So, nice. yes. So, so if, if you have some type of mobile advertising like that, get pictures of it in front of different landmarks in the area or different restaurants or places that you frequent or places you buy services. Introduce me to your office staff. Um, you get some new equipment, whatever it is. You're a CPA firm and you got a new copier. Shit, post a new copier. Do something, have some fun with it. Do, I mean, don't, you know, photograph your genitals on it, but like do something, do something fun. You can think of something. You get new equipment, anything new. You have a pizza party for the office. Oh my God, why would you not post that? Tag the name of the local pizza place that you went to. There's other, there's other businesses that you're not in competition. This is one of the biggest ones for me. Other local businesses that you're not in competition with. So let's say that you are, um, let's say you're a martial arts studio, right? And uh, there's, a, there's a, a coffee shop that's two blocks away. And this, uh, for one day only or for one week only, they're doing 50% off or grand opening or customer appreciation. If they're not a competitor of yours, and they're also another local small business, why in the world wouldn't you repost their content? Or yeah. just or just post yourself there. Those are the kind of things. Like there is an there is a there's a lot of shit that goes on online that's really nasty and really terrible. And I get it, especially on social media. And so we tend to steer clear of it. So I get that. But if you're if you're just starting your Facebook, your Instagram, your Snapchat, your Twitter, whatever it is, and you should have all of them if you're a business, yes, Snapchat included. If you're just starting out, make content that isn't sloppy, that isn't vulgar, but mimics the other content that you see from your friends and family online. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to see. 
if you're posting content that's that that's um, uh, you know that that looks Photoshop is the word that's coming to my mind, but that's not the right one. Stock. That's stock. Thank you. That's stock. That that is either is, excuse me, is a stock photo, say from your website, or you pulled it and you thought, oh well, this is a picture of what we do, so that's great. No, fuck that. Get an actual picture of one of your technicians, workers, whatever you call them, in the field. Those are great. Those are great images to post as well. So give me native content that looks mm -hmm. like someone else's content that I would see. That's a friend of mine, and then. If you're just getting started out, of course, ask that Facebook gives you an option to ask friends and family to, to go like your page. Instagram, I don't believe, has that option built in as of yet. But go through and interact with other similar accounts or even just other local accounts, other local profiles. So if you're if you want to do social media, give me content that mimics content that I'm already seeing that I like that's good content. And there's there's you know, I can, I can be an idea guy and every everyone's an idea guy. No one wants to be the money guy or the sales guy. We're all the idea guy, right? But you can you can come up, everyone's an idea guy. I think that is one of the easiest things to do. And trial and error. Like I, I had someone that wanted some help. Uh, <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. She did, uh, I think it was, um, it wasn't pressure washing, but like they would put down like cement floors and like do like different kind of designs in them, stuff like that. So it wasn't just like, a shit cement floor was like, um, you know, some kind of fucking squirrels in it or it was a tile, real nice tile, something like that. So that's what she did. And she asked for my help and I, I was I was working with her trying to help her and uh, I wasn't able to do much for her. But I, re I recall vividly she had a post with three pictures of just of the cement floor being done and it was, it was I think it was uh, one of was like in process and one was completed. But there were no pictures of anyone working in the images. It was just pictures of, which is fine. But the caption read, check out these fresh young teens doing this work. Well, that sounds like a porno to me. <laughs> so, so you got, again, you got to be careful with what you say, but there's trial and error. And someone called her out immediately. Someone someone commented and said, uh, what the hell? And the other problem is there was no one in the, in the picture. Yeah, so what like, teens are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what teens. Yeah, like, yeah. But again, don't ever say fresh young teens. Just don't do that. Um, but... I'm saying there's trial and error. You make a mistake, guess what? You can delete the post. It's fine. It's not the end of the world. Put something else up instead. I actually, uh, I don't know if I should say this or not, uh, uh, not that long ago, I have a client that has a shirt that is very supportive of the current president. And I scheduled out a post for, I scheduled it out like a week ahead, which I, I do consistently for clients, and the post went up like a couple days after he refused to kind of like say yeah nazis are not a good call uh, <laughs> so that that post didn't go well for me <laughs> so we all make mistakes i've been doing this for years i know what i'm doing i made a mistake we all make mistakes if you're wanting to start your social media but you're afraid of making a mistake just deal with it you're going to make a mistake it's going to happen it happens every other every other part of our lives we make mistakes so my 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 input is give me good content that looks like every it sounds bad, but it's true. Give me good content that looks like everyone else's content. Mm -hmm. Don't give me stock photos. Don't give me just text updates. Give me interesting things that you guys are doing. Did you participate in a fundraiser? Did you do a, a 5K? Even if the whole office didn't participate, the, the, you know, the person that runs the business or even your secretary participated in a 5K. Oh my God, why are you not posting a picture of her, of her in the 5K? Yeah. Like community is huge. Yeah. And as much as social media, we tend to, you know, 
want to shit on this politician or talk about how we believe this about God, that's not all of social media. It can be a great community, and you you need to start there. Like, interact with other local businesses, get their information, give them your information. They'll promote you. You'll promote them. Community events, go participate. Even if you don't go participate, share that there that there is a community event going on and let people know. Those are there's just my mind's full of things to do. That's but, good, man. but giving giving out good content that um, that mimics other content that's already out there that's mm-hmm. that's shareable content it's huge. I like it's that. Huge. Those are those were all good tips, dude. I, I totally agree. You have so much ammo in your office. You don't even you know. Don't even know. A stapler, just anything. Yeah. There's and, and the thing that I we uh, as we you got know, this thing in our office. Just yeah. To, sorry, just real no, quick. You mentioned stapler. There's this red stapler, and for some reason. It's never in the same spot yeah. like where it's supposed to be. So it's like, who the hell That's a whole Snapchat story. Exactly. Like, you can follow the stapler around. Like, oh, where's the stapler today? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. It's a whole Snapchat story or it's or it's uh, it's an Instagram story, whatever it is. Like, you can, there's there's content everywhere you look. And no one's, okay, I get it. Like, we're filming this on an iPhone. Yeah. Like, everyone's a photographer nowadays, right? Right. So be one of those. Get a funky angle, like as you know, I work with a lot of dentists. Uh-huh. Well, what in the world do I? And I've had that question many times. Well, what do we post? Like, dude, just you got a new plant in the office. Get it, get it from a nice angle and talk about the benefits of having a plant in the office. Uh-huh. It's not hard to do. You had you had pizza for lunch, or you got a new computer, whatever it is. Like, take take it from an interesting, find a different angle, take a picture, and post it, and talk about what's in the picture. Yeah, it's not, and, and I know I sound frustrated, just because I am. Like. So many people could be posting so many things. Like there should, there could be so much more relevant, shareable, fantastic content, and people just walk past it every day and don't even think about it. Yeah, I did work for um, where we both worked for a time at ProSites. Mm-hmm. I ran their social media. Mm-hmm. I posted a lot of quotes, uh, and then I got tired of that because I wasn't even the kind of interaction that I wanted. Yeah. So I had they would go to trade shows. They would they would do sales pitches at trade shows. I asked for pictures from the trade shows so I could post those. I took I don't, you probably I doubt you would remember this, but. I took pictures of every. We had a uh, lots of cubicles and, and offices. I took, of course, not showing any other any of our clients' information, but I took pictures of everyone's workstations because mm-hmm. everyone's got some of these pop vinyls or whatever at their workstation. And I and I would tag all the like you had. I posted yours. You had yeah. Lakers and Raiders stuff, so I tagged the Lakers and the Raiders. You know, like there's a multi. Even if you work out of your home, there's still things that you can post. And I'll add, I'm gonna jump back in. Don't ever be afraid to post memes. Memes are currency on social media. And I get they're not professional. That Some of them are, are actual uh, stock photo images with the stock photo watermark on them. Like, I get it. It's not professional. But social media doesn't always have to be professional. Don't, that's, if I could say one thing in addition to like giving us good, good relatable, shareable content, post memes. Hmm. Everyone posts memes. Interesting. That's a good point. Everybody needs to do it. I'm sorry. Like, I know that sounds like an internet troll thing to say, and yeah. I have been a troll from time to time. I won't deny, but post memes, people. Wow. Memes okay. are huge. Wow. Why? Why do you think? Um, uh, Chill. Chill. Blinton is an Instagram account. Tank Sinatra. The guy just wrote a book, and he's making tons of money off the book. Yeah, he's got a college degree, but do you know what he posts every day? Memes. That's all. That is all he posts. He doesn't post selfies. He doesn't post where he went today. He doesn't post what he ate. It's just memes, and if I ha- if both our phones weren't be- being used for recording right now, I'd show you. I don't know how many followers he has—hundreds of thousands of followers. It's crazy, 
And it's not just about the followers. He's making money. He's monetizing on that. Why? Because mm. he's funny. He posts memes. And he does. He, he's dabbled in stand-up. I think he's going to do stand-up again. But I, I've seen his face very rarely. Cause, and if I see his face, it's in a meme that he made of himself. <laughs> and to, to be clear, if anyone has questions or wherever I'm going to post this, if you have a question about what a meme is, don't, don't be afraid to, to message me or ask me in the comments. But literally, you could go to Google and type in meme or go to Instagram or Facebook and type in meme and you will know, you'll find exactly what I mean. Uh, it's, it's, it's everywhere. And guess what? I don't know how much longer it's going to last. Next year it could be some other thing. I Just don't know. Just ride the wave, man. You, you, exactly, dude. you got to ride the wave. Yeah. Absolutely. When it comes to social media. I think, I think that goes back to uh, just not overthinking it. Exactly. I mean, there's, there's ton. You don't even have to be the originator. No. You, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You it's don't. It's all out there. It's all in your office. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's stuff that happens every day. All the stuff that you're looking at yourself. Share that, man. Yeah. And if, and if you're looking for more ideas, like um, I think a, a great idea is to, again, search, search your competition. Yeah, and that's the same thing with websites. Absolutely. What is your competition doing, and not necessarily your competition, but people in your vertical, in your lane, that they're doing the same kind of business as you are, that are making way more than you, or doing far, far better than you are. Go, go find their social. They, if they're doing a lot better than you, no offense, they most likely have a social media account or two, Facebook and Instagram at least. Go find those accounts. Find out what, see what they're posting. You don't have to post what they're posting, but it's a great jumping off point. It'll give you a good idea. So again, same with the websites. What do their websites look like? Are their websites shit? Guess what? You can probably beat them if their websites are shit. Yeah. There's a great chance. Yeah. So, well, I think we'll wrap up this podcast. I don't know how long it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you it's gone five minutes. Here. You got to train, Soon, right? yeah, and I turned off the AC so it wouldn't kick on, and I'm sweating bad right now because I'm fat. So... Thank you so much for coming on, dude. Oh, uh, man, I appreciate it. Absolutely have to cool. have you on again. When is your your fight, your match? The same day as Connor and Floyd. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. we got two big yeah, fights dude, that same, night. Same weekend, same day. So I have I have a fight that night, and then Sunday I, I'm not in a wedding, but I'm going to a wedding. I wish I fit in my only suit I have. I don't fit in it. So, uh, But, yeah, dude, the fight is the uh, 26th. It's supposed to be at 11. Um, the, uh, the Where guys, is that? It's at 10th Planet Marietta, which is right by the police station, Marietta. 10th Planet Marietta. So you know Marietta. where the police station is, right? We don't have... That's a different... Uh, we don't... Whole <laughs> other podcast here. Uh, I couldn't resist. No. So it's, it's at 11, uh, um, and this is inconsequential because this will be posted after. But yeah, dude, I'm really looking forward to it. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a new little journey, and I'm excited to be on it. And I've told the guys... It's a... Like I said, it's a 10th Planet gym, and I told the guys that run it that I want to continue to train afterwards. So... I've needed to. Uh, our, our mutual friend Emma has bugged me to get into jujitsu. I rolled with her a couple times, and it was great. I just haven't committed, but um, this is it. Like I'm committed to it now. So is it because of no gi? Be honest. That has something to do with That's it. What I'm <laughs> That's what I told her. I was like, maybe we didn't have a gi. I think. We oh, yeah, shit. man. Yeah, if she hears this, she's gonna be mad at both of us. But it's, right. it's whatever. <laughs> And that's part of it. The other part of it is convenience. Like it is literally, if you punch in a GPS, it's three minutes from this location. Oh, okay. So for me, that's one of the biggest factors. Is like I can go there, you know, and and I'll get the hookup, and it's it's three minutes. Dude, away. I definitely want to check it out so, too. That's, we will. That's awesome. We will, dude, for sure. Cool, man. Well, good thanks luck. again. I appreciate it. Good luck. Um, good luck with your uh, whiskey. <laughs>